0: Money FM 89.3. Best of Breakfast. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3.
1: You're listening to Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Time now for Why It Matters with Adrian Abraham and Linley Foo.
0: Adrian, have you experienced problems with perhaps a booking on a right healing app, or maybe even buying things online?
1: Okay, buying things online, I can relate to. Not a huge fan of customer service, particularly when I have to wait for such a long time.
0: Yes, right. Services are really convenient and quick these days, but when things go wrong, it can be downright frustrating when you have to talk to a chatbot or listen to. All- on-hold music, right?
1: Exactly, right? Made to listen to on-hold music as you wait for your customer service agent and more often than not, you just end up giving up after the endless waiting.
0: If you have similar experiences, you are definitely not alone. About 5 in 10
1: people in Singapore complain about unresolved customer service issues. That's actually uh, quite an incredible number, you know. And that's due to the latest state of the contact center experience study by the Qualtrics XM Institute, which is an experience Management company.
0: Coltricks XM Institute researches trends and emerging practices in how organizations interact with their key stakeholders, including suppliers, employees, customers and partners. And to tell us more about the findings from that study, we have Bruce Temkin, head of Coltricks XM Institute, joining us now. Welcome to breakfast, Bruce.
2: Love having breakfast with you guys.
0: Bruce, thank you for that. On your company website, you're said to be an experience management visionary and that you're often referred to as the godfather of customer experience. So in
2: your view, what would you consider a perfect 10 customer experience? A perfect 10 customer experience is when a company knows what I want, gives it to me in advance, and makes sure that I'm happy with it. So they they listen to me, they understand me, and they provide me with things that meet my needs. Very simple, but hard to do.
1: Coming back to that study, Bruce, um, it drew on insights from more than 1,100 consumers in Singapore and shows the extent to which frontline customer service teams are impacting customer satisfaction, spend, and trust in the country. Now, before we get into the nuts and bolts of it, there are at least... 3 million adults in the Singapore population according to official statistics. How representative is this study with only about 1,000 over consumers surveyed?
2: That's a great question. So 1,000... Uh, randomly selected consumers who are representative of the population based on different demographic elements is actually reasonably uh, reflective of what the entire population is like. I would say it's not an exact number, but it gives you a good sense of where it is. And I I don't think there's any reason for us to be exact with these numbers because we're trying to get a sense of what's happening in a macro sense with customer service across Singapore, across Southeast Asia, and across the world. And I think if you have a really good sample, even a thousand random consumers can be a really indicative study.
0: Now, you are the experienced management expert. So how do you react when you're left on hold and your problem remains unsolved besides being incredibly frustrated? What do you think is the biggest factor when it comes to customer satisfaction?
2: I I love it. Yeah, yeah, me, I'm I'm like the worst one with experience (laughs) because I've helped companies figure out how to design it and improve it. I'm probably the worst critic. But I think one of the things that we really learn it's really important is that sometimes organizations don't really focus on a thing that truly matters like we talk about being on hold i loved your back and forth before we came on about being on hold and how horrible it is Mm -hmm. it turns out that waiting on hold is not nearly as important as what the experience is with the agent when they pick up so if you want to build customer loyalty if you want to have customers buy more from you trust you more then it's less about how long you make them wait and more about whether the agent shows empathy and is able to actually address your issues.
1: A couple more stats from the study. Organizations risk more than 5% of their sales due to poor customer experiences, which is why they need to enable and empower uh, frontline teams to, you know, resolve issues in a timely and effective manner. No one wants an unhappy customer. What kind of definitive action can companies take to, as the study says, enable and empower frontline teams to resolve customer issues? So of course, at the end of the day, they're left happy.
2: One of the things we always say is that an unengaged employee can't create an engaged customer. Mm -hmm. So focusing on employees and the connection between employee experience and customer experience is a fundamental element for solving this problem. So we have to understand how do we train our our employees? How do we understand where they are letting customers down so we can be very targeted with both the, like I said, training and enabling, but also how do we invest in the right tools to give them the information Information about each customer so that they can deal with them on a more personalized basis.
0: All right, the, the data from that study also shows that almost half of customer service issues are being left unresolved in Singapore. Any idea what kind of issues are being left unresolved? I'm
2: curious. So I I will say the study didn't go into detail on those unresolved issues, what they are. In general, I would say a lot of them tend to be um, more complex issues, right? Mm. If I call up customer service because I want to change my address, those types of issues probably don't go unresolved. Mm. But if I'm calling up uh, an airport, Singapore Air, and I'm making this up, I'm not blaming Singapore Air, but it could be, as an example, if I called up Singapore Air, and I had a bad experience with the flight and they didn't quite get me where I wanted, I want to get a refund, that might be a little bit more complicated and those types of more complicated uh, interactions are probably the ones that are more often than not go
1: unresolved. Bruce, you know, I think it might be just a case of empathy, right? Customers in Singapore prefer to complete common customer service interactions using one of three human interaction channels. The most preferred channel is meeting with someone in person. That's 27% with 21% choosing to speak with someone on the phone. What more can you tell us about these numbers and the need for organizations to ensure a consistent and integrated experience across all channels? Wow,
2: I feel like I feel like I could just listen to you and say you got it Uh, (laughs) especially with the start of it (laughs) yeah I, I love that you started the question with empathy just as a background we've named we've labeled 2023 the year of empathy yeah uh empathy is so important. And I think that what organizations really need to do is think about how do they actually make that empathy? How do they actually, if I was going to have empathy with a friend or a colleague or a person, what does that look like? It looks like the ability to listen to them, right? Really listen to them, not like, you know, pay attention to someone else while they're talking, but really, truly listen to them, understand what they like, what they dislike, understand how you as an organization are helping or hurting them, and then make changes. That's what we would do as human beings, and I think the same thing holds true with what we want organizations to do. I come back to, if we can get more empathy in organizations and with people around the world, then uh, experiences will get better, and I think so will just about everything else we deal with.
0: But Bruce, uh, in this difficult climate of doing business, what will it take for companies to implement that culture of empathy and enable them to solve issues in a timely and effective manner? you know, versus meeting the bottom
2: line and generating revenues? I'm going to challenge if that's a decision, right? I don't think we have to choose between empowering people to respond and be empathetic, and between we don't have to choose between that and long-term profit and having efficiencies and costs. I think they all are linked because if we're doing the things that our customers want, if we're helping our agents more quickly serve our customers and do it in a way that meets their needs in a timely manner, that turns out to be much more effective both in terms of cutting costs because we waste fewer cycles, we have the customer tends to call back less. They're less upset. They end up buying more. They churn less. So I think we we oftentimes put this false decision that we have to make between do we invest in helping our agents, our front lines, deliver better experiences? And do we or do we need to make our bottom line better? I think they both come if they're done well. They both come together.
1: Bruce, before we wrap this up, you know, I want to talk about something we hear often. Time is money, right? Consumers are more careful about their spending. Companies that exceed expectations with how they live listen, understand, and act on customers' needs, I mean, they can really build long-term loyalty. Does this mean we're likely to see an increase in brand switching in 2023 uh, unless organizations actually get their act together and exceed in customer expectations?
2: I think absolutely. I think what's interesting and in what we found in 2023 is that consumers are getting more conscious in this somewhat difficult economic environment. So they're having tighter expectations around the companies they do business with. So they're more likely to, after a bad experience, I believe, make a decision not to do business with that company again because I go back to empathy. There's a more desire and need for empathy. So now when an organization doesn't deliver it, it becomes even more acute and therefore or there's going to be a lot more brand switching, I do believe, this year than we've seen in previous years.
0: All right, Bruce, we're going to have to leave it there. So much to talk about. We're all consumers with lots of customer experience to share. Thank you so much, Bruce Temkin, head of Qualtrics XM Institute. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.